Hey mompreneur, are you feeling overwhelmed by content creation? I totally get it. You have a million other things to do and somehow your kids always know the best time to interrupt you is right when you start doing work. And by best time, I mean worst time. That's why I made the one month of Conversation Starters content calendar. It tells you exactly what to post so you can ditch the scramble and get back to what matters most your little womb gremlins, and your business. More time for you, more engagement for your business. Get your free one month of Conversation Starters content calendar today at sociallyyours.biz slash content calendar. Welcome to the Mompreneur Mastery Podcast, where we share actionable Instagram strategies that fit into a busy mom schedule so that you can get more engagement, more leads, and more sales in less time so you can spend more quality time with your family. I'm Sydney O'Brien, an Instagram strategist who started my business with three kids under five and found a way to do it without sacrificing quality time with my family and only working two to three hours a day. I love helping other mom business owners find that seemingly impossible mom work-life balance instead of spending too much time creating content that isn't getting them the results they want. If you're an overwhelmed but very ambitious business owner and you want to strategize the heck out of your Instagram account so that you can save time and make more sales, you're in the right place. Hi, and welcome to episode 13 of Mompreneur Mastery. Today, I thought we could do something a little bit different for this week and for next week. I'm going to do a two-part like mini-series with the first episode, this one being how to audit your content, and the second episode being how to choose one post that you found while you were auditing content and repurpose it into new content. All right. Now, I think this is just so important, especially for mompreneurs. I know it seems like it takes more time, but it makes sure that the content that you're spending your precious time working on is actually going to pay off. Because if you don't have a data-driven strategy, you don't have much of a strategy at all. So let's start with auditing content. I've been posting about this on my Instagram a little bit more lately, so I thought it would be good to give you an example. I don't know about you, but when someone is trying to teach me something new, they could tell me about it all day long, tell me how to do it, but it just doesn't quite click for me unless I have an example. So I thought I would do this on air, go over my insights, how I would use that information, how to analyze it, and then how to use that information in my strategy. Now, content audits are super important because, you know, when you're super busy, like, busy being a mom or busy being a business owner or a mom and a business owner, you don't have a ton of time to do all the things that you need to do. So you want to make sure you are focusing your time on the things that are actually getting you results. Like we don't want to waste time on shit that isn't going to help us at all or help our businesses or our families. So by doing content audits, you can see what's working and you can repurpose it. And that right there saves you time on creating content. And then in a more bigger picture sense, it also gives you an oversight as to what your audience likes, what they'll respond to, what they will engage with, and what gets them to take action on your content. And you can apply that not only to your Instagram posts, but you can apply it to email marketing. You can apply it to your offers. You can apply it to your website copy. Like it is so important for so many things. So taking the time to do regular content audits is 
I mean, it does take time, but long run, big picture here, super time-saving and better for your business so that you know that your stuff, the stuff you're putting out there to market your brand and your offers is actually going to sell and you're spending your time doing the right things. All right, so I am going to be doing this on my phone. You can't use like Instagram.com on a computer and access your insights there. You could use Meta Business Suite. I could use my scheduling tool that comes with an analytics feature, but I don't know what specific tool you're using, what you have at your disposal, and it might not be the same ones that I do. But everyone has access to Instagram Insights on the app on your phone. So let's start there. All right, so I'm going into my professional dashboard and I'm looking at the content I shared. Now, if you haven't done this in a while, you can go back like six months, three months, a whole year, whatever, if you really wanted. If you've done it more recently, you could just do 30 days. But definitely if it's been a while, go longer and see what trends you notice. I'm going to go check out my six months insights here just for this episode. Okay, so I'm going to start looking at content sorted by highest number of accounts reached, right? Now, this is visibility, and it is great for obviously attracting new leads. Okay, so without digging super deep here, I can immediately tell that the type of post makes a difference for me, and it might not for you. Everyone's insights, everyone's audience is going to be a little different. But these are just some of the trends you can look for when you're auditing your own content. So some of the top ones here for me are Reels. Just a couple of them, which can be very hit or miss. Now, these ones are kind of outliers of my normal reach on Reels. And I'm assuming that for these ones, it's either one of two things. It's the audio is trending or the content itself was super relatable and got some shares, which increased the visibility. And while that's nice, and I love that journey for me, I'm not going to count on it every time. And honestly, for me, just based on like where I'm at in my business and in life in general, I honestly do not have it in me to try and find trending audio and hit it at just the right time and use it in just the right way. I don't have time to like clean up my house so the background of the reel is really nice or keep my kids quiet long enough to film the reel so that I can replicate these results consistently. It's just not for me. Reels are more of a I do it when the stars align type of thing. Now, it might not be that way for you, and that is totally fine. Again, this is very personal to each individual brand, the account owner, their audience. It's all going to be super specific. I'm just trying to give you examples. Now, looking at my posts that had the most account reach, other than these real outliers, here I see with that high reach, my reels don't outperform my other content, so I'm not going to focus a ton of my time and energy on them. Although they are useful, like showing your face and your personality in a reel is absolutely great for connecting with your audience. I'm not trying to downplay reels, but I also don't want to spend time on things that are not going to have a huge payoff for me. That is the main point I want you to take away here. I have a limited amount of time and I want to be really strategic in how I spend it. So what I am seeing here is apart from those outlier trending reels, the stuff that gets the most reach for me are my single image posts. Some of these are memes. Some of these are quotes, like things, quotes for my podcast or maybe motivational messages for mom business owners. 
but all of these single image posts are getting a lot more reach than my carousels, which is super interesting. So I can use this information. Moving forward, I can use this info in a launch strategy or if I was any in any kind of stage of my business where I wanted a bunch of new followers, I can make sure to use this format in my content and align it with whatever topic I thought could get me more followers that was also relevant to the launch or whatever it was I was working on in my business. All right, so now I'm going to sort these posts by the highest accounts engaged. Now, the more engagement you have on a post, the more conversations you start, the more connections you make with leads so that you are able to convert them into clients. Also, the more engagement you have on a post, the more reach the post gets, which is helpful. Okay, so just glancing at these top posts that I see here that got a ton of engagement, there is some overlap. Some of the posts that showed up in the ones that got the most account reach are also showing up here with the most engagement. A lot of it, though, is reels and carousels that weren't in the top reach. A lot of these posts are actually storytelling posts where I tell parts of my story as a mom or as a business owner, and those tend to get a lot of engagement because my audience can see themselves in that content and they want to offer parts of their own story that align with mine or different insights or help or even just words of encouragement, things like that. I know that this is something my audience likes, so I continue to share it. And moving forward for this kind of content, whenever I wanted to create connection or nurture leads or build that trust and authority with them, I could share a story. Now, I would want it to be a very specific story. I would think about the actual purpose of the post that I'm trying to create. For example, for my profitable repurposing course, I might think of a story that related to the transformation that this course offers, right? So it's saving time while making more money by using this specific strategy. I would try and think of a time where I did that, that shows that I did that, and just make it super relatable by talking about the pain points that my audience will also have, talk about the story itself, and then show the transformation that it offers. You know, things like I'm able to be there for my kids when they need it. I'm able to save time. I can be playing with my kids and my phone is getting messages that I've made sales without me having to do much of anything. Things like that. So it's super relatable. It shows them I understand where they're at now and it shows them that there's this possibility that if they follow whatever framework or strategy I'm showing in the content or sharing in the story, they get these desired outcomes as well. All right, let's switch again. I'm going to look at um, just posts and not reels to see if that single image versus carousel trend stays the same for other categories. So I'm going to go to posts and then the metric I want to switch to is going to be saves for this one. All right. So I'm going to see which posts are getting the most saves. So posts that get saves are usually going to be educational ones that are super valuable to your audience. It means that they like it. They may not have time to dive deep into it right then, but they want to come back and look at it again. They know it's valuable. These are going to be, I want to focus on the topics and not so much the format here. I'm interested in the topics because these are the things I know my audience wants to see more of. They saved it so they could check on it again later. 
They're taking extra time out of their schedule, not to just read this the first time, but to make sure they have it handy to come back to it and read it again later. Now, a lot of these are educational posts, like all the ones I'm seeing here, but the ones that have the highest amount of saves are the ones that actually list out like step by step by step what to do, which makes sense considering my audience is mompreneurs. Like we're busy. We don't have a ton of time to figure something out for ourselves. We want it laid out so we can just get it done and get it done quickly. And this is actually super helpful for me for future content because I know that I can use that in absolutely any kind of educational content, whether it's in a podcast episode, in a freebie, in a carousel, whatever. It actually makes a ton of sense seeing this because when I first started doing market research for the course Profitable Repurposing that I made, one of the questions I asked in the survey was, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of what would make this course a no-brainer for you or what would just make it like so valuable that you would have to sign up for it? And the number one answer that I got was that it couldn't just be another like super vague guidebook type of deal. It had to be laid out and super easy to follow with exact steps that they could take. And because I got that feedback, I one, that is how I designed the whole course. And two, that is how I started making my content. And it is very clearly paying off with all of these saves on here, which is really great. I'm building lots of trust and authority with my audience, which helps nurture them and bring them down that buyer journey so that they will um, eventually become clients. These saves show me that they don't do a ton for the algorithm. Honestly, it's not going to get me a ton of like reach or new followers. But again, it does a lot with building trust and authority with the people that are already following me, which is something you really need to have if you want to be able to convert these followers into clients. You could have like the greatest content ideas in the world that would be so valuable and so helpful. But if it is not laid out in a way that your audience is actually going to read it and then take action on it, it's really not helping your business. So being able to do these content audits and making sure that you are laying things out in a way that makes them actionable for your audience is going to be such a game changer for your Instagram strategy and your business. All right, so this is some great feedback. Now I'm going to switch and I'm going to look at the posts that get me a lot of profile visits. Let's see what this looks like. Okay, so just from looking here, I don't post a ton of pictures of myself. Mostly it's carousels and reels. But a lot of the posts on here that get, are getting a lot of profile visits are the ones where I do post pictures of myself. These are also the posts where I share bits of my like life story, my like business story, mom stories in the caption. So that could be part of it because we already saw that those are the ones that get a lot of engagement and engagement boosts visibility visibility. So it could just be getting a lot of new eyes on the content and they're going to visit my profile to potentially follow me. We also know that people like people. Like it is so much easier to connect with a picture of a person than it is, you know, just text on a screen. So that's really helpful information. It's not something I do all the time. One, because I'm a mom and I don't have a ton of pictures of myself. I'm normally the one taking pictures of my kids or my the rest of my family but this is good information 
And if I was like pre-launch and I wanted more followers, I could do another type of story post with a picture of myself, knowing that it was going to get this good engagement, knowing that it would get more profile visits. Or if I was trying to share a new freebie, a new like lead magnet to get more people on my email list that I wanted to go through a funnel, I could do the same exact thing. And the call to action could be something about getting the lead magnet at the link in my bio, which would result in this profile visit. And also knowing that storytelling is the thing that gets a lot of engagement, I could would probably just combine all of that together. So a picture of me, a relatable story about how I came up with the lead magnet or, you know, how it changed my life or my business. Again, making it super relatable. And then a call to action to download it at the link in my bio. All right. Now I'm going to check out the posts that got me the most follows. Let's see what that looks like. Follows are obviously good for new leads. And I am seeing a lot of overlap here with the ones that got me profile visits. So those are also the ones that are getting me follows, which is great because that tells me that my bio is optimized. You know, in my bio, I'm saying the things that make these people visiting my profile actually take action and follow me. In addition to that, I'm seeing a lot of pain point centered posts that are getting me follows. So that's interesting. That tells me that these posts might have a lot of really good like optimized keywords that are showing up in search results or the phrasing of these, a lot of them being centered on pain points. For example, this one here is a carousel that starts with content creation giving you a headache. Like that's super relatable. What online business owner hasn't felt that way? Or there's another one here that says inconsistent results from your Instagram posts. And then I go on to give tips for that. So that tells me that focusing on the pain point and giving them the steps to solve that pain point is very valuable for me because it's very valuable for them. Okay, now let's check on the posts that get the most shares. Okay, a lot of these for me are more like motivational type messages for moms or quotes, not so much educational content. It is it is actually like all motivational mom type of stuff, which makes sense. Like if you think about your target audience and normally you're in your target audience. So think about the things that you would share with your friends or to your stories. That is normally what your audience would also share. The shares are great for getting new followers, but just keep in mind that if you cannot then use that to tie it back into your brand or your business or your offer, just how like somehow tie it back to what you do for your work doesn't super matter honestly because because you want to use those shares to attract leads but you don't just want any leads right you want them to be qualified leads who are the most likely to actually buy from you otherwise when you go back to sharing like educational stuff about your actual work they're not going to care and it's just going to drag down your engagement rate just going to make it even harder for you to find new leads, qualified leads on Instagram, let alone convert those current leads into clients. I really like motivational type, like inspirational quotes, specifically for my target audience of mompreneurs. One, because it is just like, moms are very hard on themselves. And I think it's something we all need to hear regardless of whatever my business or Instagram strategy is. I think it's valuable in that sense. But also it does build a lot of trust in me because it shows like, hey, I get it. I've been there. I am there in that connection piece. 
that comes with that is invaluable when it comes to an Instagram strategy. Because again, you can't convert any Instagram follower to being your client or customer if they don't connect with you on some level, right? Okay, so the last one that I'm going to check out, the last metric here is going to be website taps. Now, website taps are like the hardest ones to get. Getting someone to break down that barrier and like leave the Instagram app is really tricky because Instagram is literally designed for you to stay on that because they want you on the app so you'd see more ads and buy more stuff. But if we're talking organic content here, it's very hard. I mean, even for paid ads, it's very hard, but let's see. Okay, so now that I'm looking at it, I am seeing a lot of overlap between the posts that I talked about earlier, the posts that show those like very easy to follow step-by-step-by-step how to solve X, Y, and Z pain point things. These are the ones that are here too. So this is super helpful information for me. I can use this to pitch my lead magnet or offers or even just to try and get people to click away to listen to podcast episode, things like that. So yeah, this is super helpful for me because anytime you can get someone to leave the app and click a link on your website, no matter what that link is, whether it's a freebie or reading a blog or listening to a podcast or even buying something, it is a huge win, like just a huge win. You can definitely look at other posts that got website taps and replicate it. Look at, you know, maybe storytelling posts do better for you for selling or maybe it's reels. You know, you can look at your own insights and see what trends you notice. Okay, so hopefully from this, you can see how incredibly valuable doing a content audit is. Like I just got so much information so that I can have a data-informed Instagram strategy to get me the results that I want, to get me those new leads so I know what to post to nurture them, so I know what to post to get sales. And it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. And again, it just saves me a ton of time in the long run. And I, this is something I do for myself and my clients usually around the end of the month. I will look at the previous month. But again, if you haven't done it in a while or ever, change the settings in your insights to look back six months or maybe a whole year. If it is something you've never done and you've been relying on, you know, maybe like AI or chat GPT prompts to get content ideas or you're copying what other online businesses are posting and you're not getting those consistent sales that you want and that you need, definitely, definitely, definitely do a content audit. Because I get it, AI is great for brainstorming, but honestly, the stuff that it pumps out is so generic. And, you know, looking at other business owners also can be great for inspiration. But those business owners whose posts are doing super well are doing super well because they're looking at their insights and replicating these results. Like they're using this data to have an informed strategy. And and that is exactly what you need to do. And I promise you, even if the accounts you're getting inspiration from are in the same industry as you, they don't have the exact target audience that you do. So it's going to be slightly different. So look at your own insights to see what works for you, what works for your audience so that you can have your own informed strategy. And honestly, I would love to hear about it. If you could send me a DM on Instagram, I am at socially.yours.strategist. And if you need help, reading anything or coming up with any ideas, send me a DM there. And again, this is the first part in the series. The second part is going to be repurposing the content, some of these top posts that we see in while doing a content audit. And both of these things are actually the stuff that I'm going over in profitable repurposing, right? My new course. 
So I'm not only teaching it in the course with that step-by-step, super easy to follow guide that I talked about earlier, which when you enroll, you get lifetime access to the course. So anytime I make an update, you will get that information too. But I'm also giving three months of live support. So you get help with analyzing this content, repurposing it, and having your own informed strategy, right? So that three months of support is through weekly coaching calls and a dedicated Facebook group where you can ask me questions as you think of them and I can respond to you on there. So if you're ready to save time and make more money by auditing your content and repurposing the stuff that's already worked, there's a freebie in the show notes here called Five Ways to Repurpose Your Top Posts. That'll give you some of the step-by-step framework that you need to do it by yourself. And there's a worksheet to track everything, but it will also get you on my email list so that when the big official launch happens, you'll get notified and you won't miss out on the amazing inaugural offer. Thank you so much for listening to Mompreneur Mastery Simple Instagram Strategy for Busy Moms. If you were listening to this episode and found yourself nodding along, I would love it if you would find me on Instagram and send me a message telling me your biggest takeaway. My handle is at socially.yours.strategist. And don't forget to grab your free one month of conversation starters content calendar so that you know exactly what to post to get more comments without spending hours brainstorming Instagram post ideas. You can get it at sociallyyours.biz slash content hyphen calendar or head to the link in the show notes. Is summer calling, but your content calendar is keeping you stuck inside? I hear you. I would much rather be poolside with my kids and not glued to my phone, wondering what to post to actually get me likes, comments, and sales. I have just the thing to help you with that. I've created something called a content maximizer system. It is a step-by-step framework that helps you analyze your content, identify posts to maximize, and it shows you how to turn each of those posts into at least 20 new posts that get you likes, comments, and sales. Double down on your efforts, not your time. Get the content maximizer system and reclaim your summer. Visit my website, socialyours.biz slash content hyphen maximizer, or visit the link in the show notes for more details.